It's like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard. Just tell me, how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy College. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Uh, nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 87 of Electrified with Eric Lyons. And I am indeed your host, Eric Lyons. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Black History Month, man. Happy Black History Month to everybody, man. I hope everybody is. Enjoyed the Super Bowl weekend. It was a long weekend for me, dog. I was off on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Made sure I was off Monday the day after. Was not going in the day after the Super Bowl. I don't I don't even drink or anything, but I just needed that day off, that extra day off for the weekend. Why not? Why not? I hope everybody had a good Super Bowl. You know, if you had a party or if you had, you know, just a gathering of some sort. You watch it with your friends. Me, I watch it with my bros. Fam, and um, I I ordered Domino's right. I ordered Domino's right before kickoff. So it took almost two hours for me to get my food. I had to go get it on my own. We had to go get it. You know, they didn't even deliver it. I had to go get it on my own. I get there, my food just sitting there with a bunch of other people's food who never got delivered. So. Being as though that the staff was all black And it is indeed Black History Month I decided to be civil I didn't act up I let it slide And they ended up refunding my money Now that's cool Gave me my $23 back Right But that don't make the food good It wasn't warm You know It wasn't It was alright I was hungry That's why I ate it I was hungry And yeah, so I'm I'm in the process of DMing customer service uh, Domino's And I'm a loyal Domino's uh, customer, man, I got rewards, all that good stuff. So I want this fixed, bro. I want a full meal, period, period, period. But um, other than that, man, it was a good night. I was so happy that the Chiefs won. Not only because I wanted to see the Chiefs win, but because I placed a bet right before the game. And you guys, I don't gamble. I don't. I don't gamble. And a friend of mine, he he said, um, I got forty nine dollars on him. On the 49ers And I said I got $49 on the Chiefs What you talking about And you know I sent the handshake emoji And we bet I wasn't even nervous During the game I just knew We were going We I knew the Chiefs Were going to win I just I had that feeling man Never once Did I doubt That the Chiefs Were going to lose their game I didn't I did not So of course We're going to break down The game the big game, last game of the season. We're going to break down. We're going to talk about the NFL awards, uh, the QBs of the future, why the 49ers are in trouble, 2020 free agency. And look, man, I want to talk about the zone and why the zone is a joke. I'm look. All right, I'm I'm fed up. I'm fed up. Um Now I know the NBA trade deadline is what Thursday. So we're going to talk about the aftermath of that on Friday Because honestly I really don't know what's going to happen Nobody knows at this point It's just rumors at this point So we'll talk about that on Friday uh, So let's get right into it man Let's start off with the big game bro It was a, it was a good game And that's, I did want to see a good game I didn't want to see a blowout Didn't want to see a one-sided game We saw a good 
football game. I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that game. Great game. Good defense on both sides. Good offense. Great game. Um, Before we get into anything, let's hear from Richard Sherman after they played the Vikings. In the divisional round, I just I just want to hear I just want you guys to hear this real quick. Just 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 take a listen. It was man it was man coverage. You know I I, you, I get tired of hearing, oh man he's a zone corner. I get tired of hearing the excuses for why I'm great. It was man coverage. I covered the man. I picked the ball off in the playoffs in big games. I show up. I show up year in year out. Whether it's 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, unless I tear my Achilles, I'm out there and I'm doing my job at a high level. And I think. I get tired of the excuses, you know, for why, why I'm good. Oh, my God, they're playing zone. Oh, my God, it was this guy. Oh, my God, it, it, the receiver slipped. Oh, my God. It's, it's like, why, why don't other people get those ops then? You know what I mean? There's a lot of other corners out there who have the same ops I have, you know. Why do you think that is? It's, it's odd. It's, it's, it's like people got frustrated that I was so confident early on in my career. I was so confident early on so that people wanted me to fail. And when I didn't fail, it's like, how do we tear them down in other ways? How do we find a way to tear him down? You know what I mean? How do we find a way to rip his game apart? Because I'm too consistent on a year-in, year-out basis. You know, since I got in the league, every category that matters. I got a question. You got any excuses tonight, Roy? (laughs) Any any excuses? Any excuses, Richard? Richard! Richard! Any excuses? Look, I, I really... Don't have too much issue with Richard Sherman. I just think he ran his mouth a lot this postseason. For him to really not have done much. So, I enjoyed every bit of what happened Sunday night. Absolutely. Sammy Watkins bullied him on national television. Tariq Hill juked him out his ankles. And then he was just, his face was in the dirt live on pylon cam. That boy got treated on national television in front of 102 million people. This was, uh, the, this, I think this made it in the top 10 most watched Super Bowls of all time. I thought y'all was protesting, bro. Thought y'all wasn't watching football no more. Thought y'all said that, never mind, I ain't even gonna take it there. I ain't gonna take it there, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm not here to do that. We're not, we're not even gonna go there. I know, I know we saw some things this weekend and, you know, I heard, heard a couple things, but we're not even going to take it that route. We're not. Just going to talk about the game. <laughs> um, let's, let's look at some numbers here. Uh, start off with the Chiefs offense. Pat Mahomes went 26 for 42, 286 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He had uh, nine rushes for 29 yards and a rushing touchdown. Bro, Pat is a big boy, and I don't think whoever that young man was that tried to tackle him from 49, I don't think he knew that. He tried to tackle big boy Mahomes, big bazooka man. Nah, that's a big body. That's a big body, bro. Pat, that's a big boy. Almost knocked yourself out. Then Pat went on and, yeah, punched it in. But, um, yeah, so first, hold on. This Chiefs offense, bro, Andy Reid was dragging his nuts all over the field. He was going balls to the wall all out like, yo, I'm not leaving here without Lombardi. Like, for real. That's not happening. It's not happening. I'm not leaving here without a Lombardi trophy. Period. Facts. No printer. Um, 
you know, going for it on fourth down, just just being aggressive with the play calling. And that's that's what they had to do. They had to go out there and punch this 49ers defense in the teeth. They they couldn't be scared of them. And they weren't. They were not. Um and they were able to run the ball really well. Damian Williams, he had a hell of a game. Damian Williams had like he could have been the MVP. I could I could see the argument being made that he should have been the Super Bowl MVP, but y'all know how that go. Y'all know how that go. It, it, it's 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 a quarterback's it's become a quarterback's award. It, that's 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 basically what it is. And it doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me at all. But the argument could be made. But Damian Williams went um he had what? Seventeen carries, a buck oh four, touchdown. Four receptions, 29 yards, and a receiving touchdown as well. Then you look at the receiving numbers here. Tariq Hill, nine receptions, 105 yards. Sammy Watkins, man, he had some big catches too. Five receptions, 98 yards. Uh, Killer Traff had six receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, and then you can, we can before we get to both of their defenses, go ahead and take a look at the 49ers offense. Jimmy G went 20 for 30, 31. 219 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, Raheem Mostert had 12 carries for only 58 yards and a touchdown. Their second leading rusher was Debo Samuel. By the way, if you don't know Debo Samuel, he plays wide receiver, but he had 53, three carries for 53 yards. Their second leading rusher was a receiver. Okay. (laughs) Their leading receiver, Kyle Juszczyk. The fullback He had The third highest Receptions Second highest Yards 39 yards And he was the only one To catch a touchdown Kittle didn't have a touchdown Sanders didn't have a touchdown Bourne didn't have a touchdown Kyle Juszczyk The fullback from Harvard Had a receiving touchdown In the Super Bowl and y'all thought y'all was going to win the game Like no 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 Now let's go defense uh, The Chiefs defense First of all Oh also man Brashard uh, Breedland, Former Packer by the way Had a hell of a game He had a day too uh, Six tackles Pick uh, Frank Clark had the only sack for the Chiefs uh, Kendrick Fuller also had three tackles And interception But everybody showed up for that, that uh, Chiefs defense and, and I give a lot of credit to Teron Matthew Man, the landlord Bro, he pumped When it was 2010 When it was 2010 Bro, he got those guys together Got those guys together Like, dog, nah, we're not going out like this We still got work to do He got them boys right They went out there did what they, they did their job Got the offense, the ball back And won the game man. And finished on defense and finished on defense. Then you look on the flip side of that Saint. I mean, excuse me. The Forty ers had three and a half sacks, two picks. Uh, they 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 tried their best to contain Mahomes, but it's just like they they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. He was too much for them. He was way too much for them, man. Too much for them. And they tried. They tried too. Just too much for them. Uh. <sighs> Shanahan did it again, man. Blew a, blew a nice little lead, man. Blew a lead, another lead in the Super Bowl. I just don't know why he got so conservative again, man. It wasn't like it was twenty-eight to three, and you you know you could have run out the clock. 
Like you should have run out the clock when it was twenty to three. You should have just kept the ball on the ground through when you had to, but that's not what you did. Now this time it's twenty to ten. It's only a two possession ball game. You should be just getting first downs and chewing up clock. They didn't do that. They didn't do that at all. The play calling was just conservative. The Chiefs knew it was being called and they were ready for it. Uh, so they blow another lead, and it's just like you're supposed to be aggressive at that point, brother. You're you're supposed to be going for the knockout blow because you're playing Pat Mahomes. Twenty ten, that's nothing. You only got him on the ropes, like, and he's not even dazed yet. You got to go get another touchdown, and boom, that's that's another blow right there. That's a that's a knockout blow right there. You get another touchdown, it's a knockout blow. But a two possession ball game, that's you might as well be up three points, bro. Might as well be up three points. It's Pat Mahomes. It's Pat Mahomes. I saw Pat Mahomes and them boys come down twenty four nothing. I mean, from down twenty four. I said, yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Good luck. Good luck. He's five and zero when he's down by double digits. It's Pat Mahomes, by the way. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And what is this now? That I heard that in in the last what ten minutes of the Super Bowls. Shanahan is coaching and he's been outscored with 48 What was it 41 or nothing It's a goddamn shame Is what it is It's a shame And <laughs> Boy Jimmy G was looking funny in the light wasn't he Boy he was looking real funny in the light Start and finish of the game was terrible For him Out there throwing his eyes closed Then that last possession that man He did his own tribute to Kobe Dude just threw the ball with both hands Kobe Like Yo, what you doing? What y'all doing? Y'all t- I told y'all, bro. How much they pay him? A buck thirty? They paid him a buck thirty? Stop. I said it in the first quarter. I was texting, bro. I said, bro, that boy out there looking like Jared Goff. Now, that might have been a phone call. I said, he out there looking like Jared Goff last year. I said that. I said, he out there looking like Jared Goff. Just like how the Rams look, man. That's exactly what I. I this is what it remind, reminded me of. And matter of fact, we can go go right into that. Then. That's a good segue to why the 49ers are in trouble, man. Let me tell y'all something. I think this was a this season was a flash in the pan season. I believe that the 49ers. Are going to end up just like how the 2018 Rams did. They came back the next season and didn't do anything. That's was the same thing is about to happen to the 49ers. I believe that the NFC West is going to be even more competitive, and teams are going to be in that division are going to. It's going to be harder to get out of that division. They're not going to be a one or two seed. They're they're going to be a wild card team next season if they get back. But I'm not I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think that teams have seen enough this season, especially with that division. You got to go beat Sean McVay twice. The Seahawks are going to get healthy again. And then you guys had tough matchups with the Cardinals twice. So you got to fight your division. You got to fight your division. And then the conference, they just, you got a big target on your back. Got a big target on your back. I don't think that. Teams will be scared to play them next season after the way the Super Bowl went. 
you know, to see what happens when you stop the run and, and truly stop the run and, and make Jimmy G really have to play quarterback or, or put the ball in Jimmy G's hands in a game-winning drive. He didn't move the ball. He, he didn't do much. He put Jimmy G in these situations, and he didn't rise up to the occasion. Didn't rise up to to the occasion. Didn't look like his dad. He did look like his dad when he was on his back. Like how much? Yeah, he looked just like Brady. That's exactly how Brady looked when he, you know, he he uh, frazzled. Um, but yeah, man, I I don't I don't think that we're going to be seeing the 49ers back in the Super Bowl next year. I'm not seeing it, and a lot of people are already. They're like, oh, they'll be back. I don't think they will. I had the same feeling. I'm not saying. Listen, I'm not saying this just to say it, because I know this. Uh, it might come off like this. Like, how are you gonna say that they just went this and this number one seed? The forty, the, the the Rams did the same thing. They did the same thing. They came back virtually the same team. And what happened to the Rams this season? They didn't do much. That offense was not what it was. Offense, and I don't think that this defense. It's going to be a solid defense. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think that they're going to be demoralizing offenses like they were. I don't, I don't see that happening again. And, and in, the, in the bigger scheme of things, 2021, that's, that's what they really, that's, this is where the, the trouble for the 49ers is, 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 is like legit. Like 2021, free agency 2021. They have a lot of free agents, right? They got a lot of free agents to sign, and, and the money is tied up. Jimmy G got a lot of bread tied up into him. But 21, 2021, you got Sherman, Kittle, Buckner, Quan Williams, Tevin Coleman, Juszczyk, uh Othello Witherspoon. Who else? That's a, I think there's a couple other guys. How y'all going to pay all of them? That's a lot of defense. Couple, couple, couple things out your backfield, and then your big tight end. How y'all gonna pay all them people, man? How you gonna keep this team together? You got one more season with this team, this team that you have at this moment. You have one full season left with them, and then after that, everybody's uh unrestricted free agents. I think that that's going to be interesting for them. So they should be pressing to get back. They should definitely be like really pressing, like. Yo, we gotta get back because the window isn't closed. Like the window isn't closing at all. I believe that this team can still do things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. You know that's. I'm not. But the, <laughs> look, <laughs> I'm just saying that they are in some trouble. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I think that the 2021 free agency. Will be interesting for them. That's all I'm saying. Now backtracking from the future to the present. Let's talk about these NFL awards, man. Because I saw a lot of people up in arms about some of the awards. Up in arms. Didn't like them. Didn't think they they, they went the the way they should have. And I understand. I understand. No, your, your favorite player didn't get the vote. Didn't get the award that you felt they deserved. Now, it it was some things that that I didn't agree with. There was actually only one that I I I, I could debate, like not debate, but like one that I didn't agree with. 
Now, I know a lot of people didn't agree with, I think, what, one or two. But there was one that I personally thought was crazy. Because I watched a lot of him this season. And for him to not uh, be even in contention for the award was crazy to me. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, let's see. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. So, as you know, Lamar Jackson, second unanimous MVP. The first was Tom Brady. I mean, what, what did what did you guys expect? Nobody. I don't think I anybody else expected anything. He had had that sewn up for weeks now before the season ended. Was not surprised. Greatest, you know, best season. I had seen from a quarterback like that. It was crazy. Hell of a season for Lamar. Absolutely. Well deserved. Uh, and then his coach, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh, coach of the year. Coach of the year. I, I appreciated that. Why not? And then uh, you've got their offensive coordinator, the Ravens offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, winning the assistant coach of the year award. Then we had the FedEx ground player of the year. Who else? Derek King Henry. Like, who else was it going to be? Then the uh, FedEx Air player was, of course, Mr. Lamar Jackson again. And then you have the rookie of the uh, excuse me, offensive rookie of the year was Kyler Murray. And then we have the defensive rookie of the year is none other than Maga Bosa. I'm um, excuse me, Nick Bosa. <laughs> Nick Bosa, man, had a had a great year. And then the offensive player of the year was Michael Thomas. Now that could have went either. Alright, Michael Thomas had a good year He said that, you know with the, with the receptions and everything And the Saints were successful But if I had to say I would have voted for Christian McCaffrey I think McCaffrey was doing things That were just crazy To me, like With ease coming out the backfield With ease For a team that was struggling He, he wasn't <laughs> He wasn't He wasn't losing They were Um yeah, but um, let's see where where was it? where was with it now? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Defensive player of the year was Gilly Lock Stephon Gilmore. I'm not going to say I agree with that completely. I mean, he did have like the best season for a corner, but the second, like I said, man, that second half of the year was a drop off for that whole defense. So yeah, I don't know about that. Now the my favorite award, man, that was comeback player of the year. Ryan Tannehill, dog. Like, he didn't come back from, like, injury. He just came back from being <laughs> Miami. This guy had a career renaissance, bro. I was so happy to see that. That man went to an AFC championship game. Crazy. Now, let's look at the voting. Uh, for um, Offensive player of the year came down. It was like, you know, the three-way, the three-way race out of the five players here. It was uh, Michael Thomas with 19, Lamar with 17 votes, and then uh, Christian McCaffrey with 12. And then with the Defensive Player of the Year, you had Gilly with 21 votes, Chandler Jones with 14, Shaq Barrett with 2. Then you had Daniel Hunter, Davius White, and Aaron Donald with 1. And T.J. Watt wasn't even in the conversation. That's crazy. T.J. Watt had a crazy year, bro. You can go look at the numbers. Oh, look at the numbers and the tape, bro. TJ Watt had a hell of a year. Crazy that he wasn't even, like, mentioned, bro. Um, Then you have 
uh, for defensive rookie of the year was Nick Bosa, 43, Max Crosby, 4, Devin Bush, 2, and uh, Josh Allen, 1. And then for offensive rookie of the year, it was actually not as close as people thought. Uh, Kyler Murray, man, he had a good year. He did. He threw for a lot of yards, man, and for for nobody to ex- really expect him to do well, he did. He did, and, and remained as healthy as he could. So he got 26 votes. Josh Jacobs, who they thought should have won, got 13. A.J. Brown with 9, and then Miles Sanders with 1. And then Coach of the Year, uh, the three-way, the, you know, the, the three, the top three. Michael, uh, Mike Tomlin was in, in the running, too. I was happy that he got a couple of votes because had the Steelers made it to the playoffs, and maybe one, like, yeah, I, I think they should, he would have definitely deserved that because that team was a mess from the start. And then, um, but the voting went 27 votes for Harbaugh. Kyle Shanahan came in second with 14. And then Pretty Boy LaFleur, man. Rookie of the year. If it was a rookie coach of the year award, your boy LaFleur would have, my boy LaFleur would have got that, man. For sure. And then for the assistant coach of the year, it was it was a landslide. Greg Roman had 41. Um, Sailor had three. And then uh, Martindale had two. And then the comeback of the year came down to Tannehill and Jimmy G. Tannehill won by one vote, man. And, and I mean, Jimmy G, he did Look, okay, cool. You know, you came back from your ACL injury, you and you stay healthy, but you didn't blow us out the water with numbers. Like, yeah, no, you don't deserve that. My man Tannehill came from the depths of football hell <laughs> and really turned it around and lit 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 some teams up this year, bro. And and took that team to AFC Championship game, man. Round of applause for Ryan Tannehill, man, for sure. No question about it. Round of applause for that man, for sure. Um, where we at with it? Yeah, man. So, NFL awards. Uh, I will say that the defensive player of the year one that was a toss up for me. I think everything else was locked. I think everything else was locked for me. Personally, I I think so. Um, oh no, I lied. The offensive player of the year. I think CMC should have gotten that. I think so. I think so. Um, let's see where we at with it, man. What's next? What's next? What's next? Uh, let's see what what else we got to talk about. Cause I know we ain't done yet. Uh, we got what I want to. Oh yeah, twenty twenty free agency. And I wanted to talk about the quarterbacks of the future. Uh, we can we can go ahead and talk about the quarterbacks of the future, man. Because you know Pat Mahomes went on and did that last Sunday night. Uh, before we get into free agency and everything, um, these quarterbacks, man. Especially in the AFC, because honestly, that's where a lot of the most of the young talent is. In the AFC, I feel like the in the NFC, the old guys are still kind of, you know, running the mill. Like the changing of the guard hasn't happened in the NFC yet, and everybody over there is over twenty five. Like I feel like if you're over twenty five, you're not really like a youngin anymore, to me, because. I mean, okay, under 27 maybe, but Dak and Carson Wentz, they turned 27 this season. So, I'm not really counting them as they've been around for a little bit. But, you know, you got guys like Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, but they, they and, and then what, Kyle Allen. But they really haven't come into their own yet. You feel me? And I think that the AFC is established with their future. I think that the AFC... I don't think they're going to be sending Pat every year to the Super Bowl. 
I don't think they're going to be sending Lamar every year to the Super Bowl. Like, you know how they show, uh, like, what was it, the past, what, two decades? It was like Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger, and then you had Flacco pop his head in there. Uh, who else? I think Flacco was like the only one. And then finally you got Mahomes. I don't think it's going to be like that this decade. I think, we, I think we're going to see Lamar and Pat get to a couple. I'm not saying that they're not going to go more. Like I'm not saying Pat's not going to get back, but I don't think that they're going to dominate. Like they could. Now I'm not saying they can't. That's, that's look. Don't get me wrong. It, this could go either way. We could see five Super Bowl appearances for Lamar, five for Pat these next ten years. That could happen. They could go back and forth. We could see. Like I was watching the 49ers and the Cowboys document. Hold what the hell up. Hold the hell up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. Hold the speaking of that. I would like to have boys to men banned from all sporting events. I'm tired of seeing them everywhere. First of all, they're from Philly. Didn't understand why they were at the 49ers game in the championship with the Packers in the first place. Then they popped up in L.A. Friday night. Why? I don't know. Then I'm watching Minding My Own Business Saturday night or Friday night. I'm watching the timeline with the 49ers and the Cowboys. Saturday night, Minding My Own Business, eating my Chinese food, enjoying history. And who was doing the national anthem for the 49ers? You guessed it. Boys to men. I want them banned, bro. No more. No more. Okay. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> Back to what I was saying, dog. Alright. So, like, yeah. We can see, like, the Chiefs and the Ravens in the championship games, like, you know, back to back. But you look at the list. You look at Deshaun Watson. You look at Josh Allen. You look at even Baker Mayfield. Then you got guys like Sam Donald. Drew Locke. Jacoby Brissett. Everybody here is under 26. Drew Locke's 23. Sam Donald's 22. Baker's 24. Josh Allen's 23. Lamar's 22. Deshaun's 24. Pat's 24. Brissett's 26. There's enough talent here where this next decade, and this is another thing. I don't. I hope these all don't have to be playoff matchups. Like, I hope these guys get to see each other a lot in the regular season. I hope we get, like, a Lamar versus Pat series going, like how we had Brady and Manning. I would like to see Deshaun versus Pat. Deshaun versus Lamar. Uh, I want to see, see more Josh Allen versus Deshaun. I want to see more Josh Allen versus Lamar. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah. And let's throw it. You feel me? We could, and then you already know we're going to get Sam Darnold and Josh Allen because they're in the same division. You know we're going to get Baker and Lamar. They're in the same division. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a lot we can do here. This AFC, and, and this is another thing about the AFC quarterbacks, these young guys. They're, they're, they're showing younger guys that you can be an athlete at the quarterback position. And we're going, that's, that's only, I guarantee, we're going to see more of these gunslinger, running gun type quarterbacks over these next 10 years. There will be no more standing in the pocket like a Brady, like a Manning. Like a breeze There will be none of that These next 10 years The quarterback position will change 
told you guys this. It, it, it's a new, it's a new generation, new generation. It's here now. It's here. The future is already here. The future is already here, and it's going to be good to watch. I'm excited, man. These these next ten years, whew, it's going to be crazy. I just need my boy Rogers to get one, one more. So I'm I'm asking everybody before I move on from the young guys and everything from the bottom of my heart, please let the Packers win Super Bowl Fifty Five. Um. I don't have that much money to buy, like, you know, uh, bribe anybody. I can take out a loan. I can steal. Please let Rodgers get one. One more before he retires, man. Because I know these young bucks about to take over. I know they are. The window is closing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So you look at the NFC. Russ is 31. He's not old, but it's like... Yeah, he over he, he over thirty. Uh twelve, he's thirty six. Breeze forty one. Maddie Ice is thirty four. Uh Cam is thirty. So, you know, the the changing of the guard hasn't really hit the NFC like it's hit the AFC. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But it, it is gonna be very interesting to watch, man. This next generation. But yeah, I hope they get matched up a lot, man. I'm excited to see these boys, man. All of them. All of them, for sure. Um, another thing that's going to be interesting is the 2020 free agency, man. And it's coming. It's definitely coming. We we, we need to know where Brady's going, man. Where is Brady going? I Honestly, they keep saying, like, the, can, can't you guys honestly see Brady in NFC? Could you see him being in Tampa Bay? Like, imagine if Brady really does go to Tampa Bay and Drew resigns with the Saints. Dog, we would get Brady versus Breeze twice a year. Um, well, for as long as we could. Well, maybe one year. We get them twice. We get Brady versus Cam twice, maybe. Maybe Brady versus Ryan again twice. I would like to see it. Brady and Mike Evans? Dog. And Godwin? Dog. That could be serious down there. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. Don't want to see him in Miami. I don't think that's... I think Tampa Bay could wear... Yeah. Duh, the Patriots talking about paying that man 30 M's. Don't do that. Because who y'all go, who y'all, like, what y'all gonna put around him? That's selfish. Just to keep him there. He ain't gonna win nothing. Go to break. Go ahead down there to Tampa Bay, Brady. And then that, and then if they go to the, the playoffs, she might run into Rodgers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. No, seriously, bro. Like, it's the possibilities are endless, bro. With Brady and NFC. I would love to see Brady and NFC. After seeing him run the East for so long, the AFC East and the freaking AFC for so long, that's like LeBron going to the West. Like that would be crazy, man. But let's get into these uh, all these free agents here in 2020. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting. All right, so let's start with the quarterbacks. Okay, so we know about Brady, but Breeze, Breeze. I think the the Breeze and the Bridgewater thing is one of the most in- interesting things because it's like. All right, do we bring Drew back for a year or two? Does Drew want to come back? Or do we go ahead and move on to our future? Look, man, Teddy Bridgewater is 28 years old. He's still got some some juice left, right? Bridgewater did good during his start. The regular season, you know, when, when Drew was down, Teddy did not disappoint. And it's like, hey, man, why not? 
Why not? Why not? Why not pay Teddy? Why not pay Teddy? I think that's going to be interesting to watch. But I think Drew should go ahead and sit down. I think he should. I think he should. I don't think we need to see Drew Brees again. I don't think it's. I don't think so. Uh, now Brady, on the other hand, Brady already told us in a Hulu commercial he wasn't done. So then I'm looking at Jameis Winston's situation in in Tampa Bay. Do they bring Do they bring Winston back or not? Do they you know or do they go ahead and bring Brees? In? I mean, excuse me, Brady down there. That's a situation that could go hand in hand. Phillip might retire. He's a free agent. And then of course you got Marcus Mariota. I'm gonna I'm keep it real with y'all, man. I'm I'm like honestly, I'm dead serious. I would not mind bringing Mario to the Green Bay. I haven't said this to anybody else yet, but I would not mind. I would rather bring Mario, a guy who's been in the league already, who started already, who, you know, he was just sitting. Let him go sit behind a guy like Rodgers for two, three years. Get used to the system and let, let him grow there. Man, look, I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. I'd rather do that than draft the quarterback. To be honest, that's just me. Uh, now let's go take a look at the wide receivers. You got AJ Green. Don't know what's going on with him, uh, but look, he's made out of glass, so I'm not gonna care less. Uh, you got Danny Amendola, Philip Dorsett. Now the Packers have three. So do the Cowboys, but the Packers have three free agent wide receivers. And honestly, I only think they're going to bring back Lazard. But you got Alan Lazard, G- um, Geronimo. Allison, I don't think he'll be back, and I don't think Jay Kumaro will be back. Like I said before, I think uh, Geronimo has reached his ceiling, and I don't think Kumaro is going to be back. But I think Alan Lazard has the best upside and the most potential. Then you look at uh, Dallas. They got Amari Cooper, Tavon Austin, and Randall Cobb. I only see them bringing back Cobb and uh, Cooper. I don't think Tavon will be back, but that's just me. Uh, then you got the 49ers, they got Emmanuel Sanders. And then the Jets, what are they going to, you know, is Robbie Anderson done in, in in New York? He can come to Green Bay. I wouldn't mind Robbie Anderson in Green Bay, for sure. Uh, now let's, let's go take a look at the tight ends here. We got Austin Hooper, Jason Witten, he's still around. Greg Olson's still around. Hunter Henry is a free agent. He's 25, so is Austin Hooper. You got Tyler Eifert, Eric Ebron, and uh, Vance McDonald. So the tight end pool is, you know. It's, it's, it's just about as deep as the wide receiver pool Now the running backs The running back situation Is interesting Because Derrick Henry is a free agent He'll be a free agent So will Melvin Gordon And Austin Eckler I didn't know Austin Eckler and Gordon Now now, now what, are, what, what will the Chargers do with that With Gordon and Eckler That's going to be interesting I think they should try to keep them both But man Austin can be a starter somewhere To be honest Austin could be a number one. He, I don't think he's a number two back. I don't see him as a number two back, and I didn't realize that until the season. To be honest, Austin Austin Eckler is pretty good, man. He's pretty good. Uh, but that that's gonna be interesting. But the but Derrick Henry will be the most interesting. It's like okay, so Tennessee, what do you want to do? You want to go ahead and you know strap him in? You know, I don't know because imagine Derrick Henry on a team like Seattle. Dog Hmm That would be something That would be something uh, But you got Carlos Hyde AP Kenyon Drake He's out there He's gonna be out there Gus Edwards Ravens I don't know Matt Breida Melvin Gordon Like I said Frank Gore uh, Jordan Howard Kareem Hunt 
Peyton Barber. So I think, yeah, I think that's all like the big free agents on the, on the offensive side. I didn't even get to the defense. I'll leave that for another time, you know, the closer we get to, you know, that time. Um, I'm not even going to waste my breath on the zone thing. I don't. I really don't care about that. Who cares? Um, let's see. But I think that's all I got for you guys today, man. I'll be back on Friday. We're gonna. I'm gonna try to get back to the two episodes a week this month. Um, I'm definitely planning a Black History Month episode. And depending on how these next two weeks go, I'll say yeah. These next two to three weeks go. I might have something for y'all at the end of the month, like something big at the end of the month. But if 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 these next two, two and a half weeks don't go accordingly, then it'll be March. But if they do, end of this month, I got something for y'all. And on that note, that's all I got for you guys today, man. Uh, shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Once again, welcome, because over the weekend, we got a couple of new partners. Welcome to new partners. Welcome to the network, man. Happy to have you guys with us. Uh, shout out to the listeners, subscribers, supporters. Make sure you continue to follow the Electrified Pod and Twitter page. And follow up uh, at Electrified Pod, Instagram and Twitter. And follow me on Twitter at Eli- uh, no, excuse me, at Eric Lyons TV. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty entertaining on there. I don't just talk about sports. Um, thank you guys for listening. And for the 87th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been Electrified.